0: I've sometimes, you know, with a, a grin on my face, but I've said to people, we well, have got two choices here. You're either going to be happy together for a lifetime or you're going to be unhappy together for a lifetime. But
1: either way, you're going to be together for a lifetime. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast. Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast a podcast designed to answer challenging questions on doctrine and on living out your faith in your homes, in your churches, and in your workplaces. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Once again, we would love to hear your questions and comments as it relates to this episode. So if you're watching from YouTube or Facebook, just leave a comment for us right below that video. But you can also send questions to us from our website, straighttruth.net. There you will find links to all of our previous episodes, as well as merchandise and contact information. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. Pastor, our question for this episode has to do with marriage. Anyone who's been married for any stretch of time knows that you face difficulties uh, in a marriage, challenges, even just getting along sometimes. You were uh, in love before you get married, and then once you start living together and start facing life's challenges, uh, you come into um, um, some difficulties together. So the question uh, here is that, I- is it possible to choose the wrong spouse? Even if you satisfy all the parameters in scripture, all, all the things that Paul says about choosing your spouse, somebody in the Lord you, you've chosen, uh, you both are Christians, uh, is it possible to choose the wrong spouse?
0: The Bible never, never uh, uses that kind of language or, or even addresses the marriage question from that kind of perspective. 1 Corinthians 7, Paul counseling widows who desire to remarry. She can marry whomever she wants only in the Lord. And so there, there's the standard. Someone who's a, a Christian, who's walking with Christ, you know, assuming all the other things that you're both in a place spiritually where you're ready for marriage, then you marry whomever you want. And it would be wrong to, to think later, well, did I marry the right one? The day that you were married, that's the right one. Mm-hmm. And now, now mm-hmm. you're called to, like that. to preserve that marriage and to live it out in ways that please Christ. So I, it, really what we're talking about is, is something very dangerous, which is oftentimes when people are married and they meet with the difficulties, as you put so well, that come to every marriage, if they're not careful, they begin to leave some door open in their mind that could allow for an exit from that relationship. And one of the things that I found in, in shepherding people is we, we have to close those doors because scripture would close those doors. I, I've sometimes, you know, with a, a grin on my face, but I've said to people, you've got two choices here. You're either going to be happy together for a lifetime or you're going to be unhappy together for a lifetime. Hmm. But either way, you're gonna to be together for a lifetime. <laughs> you know, so, so, so you both need to pursue a course that's gonna mean you can enjoy each other. And if we can just close that door, then we can say, okay, we need to go to work together on honoring Christ in this relationship, instead of thinking of ways to, to avoid sanctification. Marriage is one of the greatest tools that God uses to sanctify his people True. in all the world. Hmm. We're, we're up close and personal. We see someone someone sees us in ways that no one else sees us. We see the other person in ways no one else sees them. And we're able to be honest with each other about weaknesses and, and um, give God thanks for great strengths at the same time, and help each other along the way in the Christian life. That's what marriage is meant to be. Mm. So I would even encourage people not to use dangerous language in their marriage relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when they're upset with each other, they'll say things like, well, I wish I'd never married you. Hmm. Uh, that's, that's, that's not only sinful speech, and unkind speech, it's dangerous mm-hmm. speech. Again, that indicates that open door in the right. mind. Mm. Or, or they'll threaten divorce. You know, I, I just don't know that that our marriage will survive, or I I, I think yeah. that that maybe we just need to think about a divorce or something mm-hmm. of that, that nature. So before I perform a marriage ceremony, I counsel the people that I'm going to do that for, and I always tell them, you know, uh, one of the commitments that my wife and I made before we were ever married, and, and um, I think it's so important, we would just never use the D word, right, the divorce word, mm-hmm. no matter what the argument, no matter what we were going through, that wasn't an option. Hmm. And that has just helped us so much that now going on 37 years of marriage, hmm. it's never been better. And I think one of the reasons why is because Jackie and I both determined from the very outset that this is a lifelong relationship. This is what the Bible teaches. So, so there wasn't any question, did we marry the right one?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're married, mm-hmm. this is the right one.
1: And mm-hmm. so, so now we need to grow. And those actions of somebody even uh, taking or, or going the pathway to divorce, that all begins with a thought. It does. So even this question is more about the thought. Should you even entertain that thought? And you're saying, no, don't That's, even entertain it. That's
0: exactly right, Josh. It, every, every bad decision, every sinful decision we ever make emanates from the, from the mind. Mm. And so disciplining our thoughts to agree with scripture And so we ask, what does the Bible teach about marriage? Mm -hmm. It teaches one man with one woman for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. God hates divorce, book of Malachi. Mm -hmm. So if I can discipline my thoughts to agree with scripture, I'm standing on safe ground. Mm -hmm. Wherever my thoughts depart from what the Bible teaches about anything, now I'm standing on dangerous ground. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say what we're talking about here, we're not just talking about sinful thinking or sinful speech as we voice those things. We're talking about dangerous, destructive things, mm-hmm. and we need to recognize the work of our spiritual enemy in fueling those thoughts, mm-hmm. offering those thoughts to us, uh, excusing them, justifying them. Well, it's easy for you to say, Pastor, you're not in my marriage, uh, yeah. right? That sort Thank of thing. You've heard that. Yeah. Right. So, so it doesn't matter whether I'm in your marriage or not. Mar- the God's standards for marriage don't change. Mm. We're not talking about uh, what you and I have lived through. We're mm-hmm. talking about what God demands of us, commands of us. So I would say shut those doors in your mind and discipline your mind to agree with scripture.
1: And I wonder if, if uh, marriages would be stronger if both uh, parties in the marriage have committed themselves to be content in the Lord and also just to find joy and happiness in life. A lot of times those thoughts, those thoughts, they become like seeds, right? And it just makes someone miserable because that's what they think about all the time, rather than maybe thinking of joy in Christ and what we have together.
0: Absolutely. And you know, you know this, Josh, because we talk to our church a lot about it, but we, we've often said to our church, that the best thing you'll ever do for your marriage relationship is live the Christian life at home. Oh, that's good. You yeah. know, just take those general teachings of, of scripture about the Christian life and then bring them home and live them out. So when we're taught in scripture to to let our minds dwell on things that are good and noble Mm -hmm. and honorable, I mean, this this holds true in marriage too. Mm -hmm. What am I going to focus on? One of the little little, um, exercises that I'll give to people sometimes who are having trouble in their marriage is I'll ask them to take a week and to make a list, seven things, 10 things, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, make a list of the things that you're thankful for Mm. in the person that you're married to. Mm -hmm. And I've had people look at me before and say, I can't think of one thing. Well, then you need to spend some time alone with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I want you to think about what can you give thanks for? And then here's what I tell them. I want you to pray about those seven things, 10 things, whatever, every day for the Mm -hmm. next week. I want you to give thanks to God Mm -hmm. for those things. And then I want you to add something else. I want you to ask God to change in you whatever needs to change in you. Mm -hmm. Because what we often do is we focus on what's wrong with the Mm -hmm. person we're married to, Mm -hmm. and we excuse our own sins. Mm -hmm. If we can change that perspective and thank God for the blessings we have in the person we're married to, and then ask God to change in us what needs to change, Mm -hmm. it can totally transform our our point of view. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes at the end of that week, it's amazing how people's attitudes have changed. One of the things I also like to do is to have those two people then read their list of what they're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're, they're hesitant to do that because in the midst of marriage conflicts, it, we're, we, we almost want to protect ourselves, so we don't wanna give up ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we think if we tell someone we're thankful for this or that, we, mm-hmm. we're losing the battle. <laughs> but it's, what I've noticed is, especially with, some, with extended marriage conflicts, not only do we forget what, how blessed we are, what we're thankful for in the other person, but we actually starve the other person from the knowledge of, of, of how much we love them. And so when they hear those things we're thankful for, it, I've seen people really moved mm-hmm. by what they haven't heard in a long time. Mm-hmm. You mean you actually recognize that mm-hmm. in me? You mean you're actually thankful for that in me? Mm-hmm. And it's, actually, it's, it's moving because they, they, they are hearing things they haven't heard for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I would, to answer your question, Is it possible I've married the wrong person? Well, are you married to them? Yes. Well, then you haven't. Mm -hmm. Now now what you have to do is pursue the will of God in that
1: relationship. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Now, we'd love for you to share this podcast and others with friends and family. And the easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, where you can find links to all of our social media channels. So be sure to like and subscribe to one of those channels and pass the word along. Also, if you could go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review, that will help us spread the word about this podcast. And if you would like to help us find ways to continue to produce this podcast, you can find more information by going to the website, again, straighttruth.net. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.